Prepare to Attack is a collaboration between Mash Those Buttons, Wawa's Bootcamp, and Mayhem.gg. Visit MashThoseButtons.com to learn more about our shows. Visit Wawa's Bootcamp on Discord to get coaching on your favorite Overwatch characters. Visit Mayhem.gg for live coaching streams and VODs. Hello and welcome to Prepare to Attack, a podcast series that aims to improve your understanding of Overwatch and its characters. This episode is all about Reinhardt. I am Bobby Schisler, also known as Blazin' Bob, and I am joined by a coach from Wawa's Boot Camp. Hello. Welcome, Frodo. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Frodo. Uh, I play for Wawa's Boot Camp. I also am a coach there for main tank and a uh, few support characters. Um, play on a semi-pro team, I guess is what you would want to call us, mainly. Tier 2 right now. But yeah, that's just what we got going on for us right now. We got a few other WBC teams too. WBC uh, Wawa's Boot Camp's teams. Awesome. And you were saying just today you're sitting at a 4.3K SR, huh? Yep. After a few uh, few games. Nice. You can call nice. them that, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's go ahead and we're going to start with the character overview of, right, of Reinhardt. He's a main tank. That's what we're classifying him and Winston as. Uh, why don't you talk about his weapons and abilities? All right, uh, I'll go over his hammer first. Uh, his hammer is cleave damage or AoE, whichever one you prefer. Uh, basically just hitting anything in front of him. It's his main source of damage and can do, just depending on the targets, load uh, very uh, high damage at times. Second, his alternate fire will go with the uh, second, his barrier shield. Uh, everyone knows it. It's just a giant shield that he can put out. Moves around a little slower, but can basically block pretty much every single thing in the game. About, just uh, except for a few characters uh, and their abilities. Fire Strike is probably his spamming ability, where you want to get like your ult charge. It's his second most damaging ability, uh, just because you're always throwing it out basically on, uh, on cooldown. But it's pretty slow, it's dodgeable, but if you throw it in a choke, you will usually get a few hits and it can go through multiple uh, opponents. The uh, charge is probably his most situational uh, ability. Um, it's pretty hard to be reliable with it just because of how it is. Basically just a long-range stun that if uh, hitting a character into a wall pretty much kills them except uh, tanks. Or unless uh, there's some mitigation there, like a Zarya bubble or Arissa's block and stuff. Um, it can swing fights, though. It's a really good ability to swing a fight. Like, that one hit could change the whole fight, but it could also kill you in the end. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I've had quite a few times where it's done both. Yeah. Yeah, same. And uh, then we got his Earth Shatter. The ultimate. Um, it's basically an AOE cone. Uh, it's pretty. I think it's about thirty meters. I'm not sure on that one, but uh, kind of crawls along the ground. I guess is how the best way you could probably put it, or more like just like the name. It's an earth shatter. It's kind of waves across the ground. So if you try to like hit a Ryan further away, it's or any character, it's going to take a little bit more time than if they're just standing right in front of you. So you got to take that into account. I think it stuns a little bit over two seconds, so, so keeps it down a, pretty well for a while. So it's got a little bit of a travel time. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, it's, uh, it's still pretty fast. Well, we're going to get into all of those weapons and abilities a little bit later, and so you can hang around for that. But right, but right now we're going to move on to 
What are the goals of of Ryan of Reinhardt, and when should you use him? Um, the goals, a few goals, I guess, would be uh, protecting the team. Uh, but he can put out a lot of damage when needed to, uh, just depending on where he is on the map, the maps he's playing on. But some more specific things on when to use him for, like, when there's no or when to use him. My, my bad. Uh, more like when there's uh, no high ground, like first point Numbani, he's pretty hard to play there, um, just because you got sta- people standing uh, above you everywhere. So Reinhardt doesn't really like that. He's got to turn multiple ways. It's really hard for him to deal with that. Gotcha, gotcha. Another reason to use him probably to complement a team. Um, sometimes in comp you get that three DPS team and probably need something a little better than maybe like a solo diva or something. You need a main tank. So Ryan or Winston would be the better choice there. So that's another reason too, in case you get one of those games. Maps with lots of chokes, probably like Gibraltar. Um, second point's decent for him, but there is quite a bit of high ground there too. Uh, if you couldn't get like an early hold in the hanger there on those like doors you can be really good there and another weird one kind of is like multiple snipers it seems like winston would be the better pick there but if you don't have a winston and a diva complemented with you like i'm assuming you only have one tank uh reinhardt's probably a better choice against the double multiple snipers because you're just gonna get chunked hard diving them and especially if you have healers and DPS that are out of out of position because they get picked off pretty quickly. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, even with even with the shield, you'll get those people that walk in front of you, and you're like, "Oh man, what are you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's uh, let's talk about when not to use Reinhardt. Um, I actually have another point for the win to you okay, real quick. Go, uh, yeah, go right ahead. It kind of goes with the win not to, but it's like a different situation. Ryan can be good against a lot of DPS because what I'm about to bring up is he's not good against a lot of flankers when the not to use. But against like slower DPS targets like McCree or I was going to say Soldier, but he can run. So, But like McCree, you can be good against Reaper too if you're pretty good with blocking with a shield and stuff between shots. You can beat that matchup too, but slower targets, he can like, if they're playing three slow moving DPS, like maybe a Hanzo, uh, Torbjorn and stuff like that, just slow characters, but are still considered DPS. He can do good against multiple DPS basically, but flankers, like you start to get like a Sombra, a Genji and a Tracer. You'll probably start having some problems on them because it's just they're going to zip past your shield, be right behind you, and they're going to be chunking you. So Good good to know. Yeah. I actually play a lot of Reinhardt, so yeah, I'm learning some too here. Because <laughs> I don't play them at your, at your level. Yeah. All right, well, so tell us some more times when not to use them. Just like I said, flanking uh, high ground, basically. You don't want to use them when there's a ton of high ground back on the new Bonnie point. Uh, if the, he comes into Numbani and they're all sitting on high ground and you go to point, it's just going to be really hard for you. You're going to have to be looking every which way, shielding every way, and you just got tons of angles on you. Uh, it's a bad situation to be in. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a little scarier than other picks on certain maps uh, or on the same map. <laughs> uh, and then Koth, there is... A few exceptions with the not using them on King of the Hill maps. Um, Winston is just better in the majority of them, just because on what you're trying to do, you're trying to usually just dive in and get some fast fights. And Reinhardt's more about the slow game. He's more over like you'd rather have a fight that extends over a long period of time than something where they're just on him instantly. And, uh, Koth maps kind of are designed a way to where you're just going to engage pretty fast. So usually you want to run the Winston on the Koth, but there are a few exceptions like, uh, what is that? Control Center on, is it Li Zhang? I think it is. Yeah. The inside map. We always pretty much play Reinhardt there. So there, there's a few exceptions. And Nepal can get a little weird with some of the maps. Sometimes you can go Ryan, sometimes... 
you can do some weird stuff with Arissa too on Shrine. So I hate playing Rhine on on Ilios well. I oh, get yeah. <laughs> booped into that freaking hole while I was the Lucio comes around, but right behind me, I'm not paying attention. He boots me right in the hole, and I feel stupid. <laughs> yep, it happens to everyone though. <laughs> Even at the high level, you got that Lucio that just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, "Oh man!" <laughs> All right, well, now let's let's get into a little bit more of the nitty gritty on his abilities, and let's start with Rocket Hammer and kind of break down. What exactly it is? Alrighty. Uh, like I said earlier, it's like a cleave AOE. So it's a melee damage or melee weapon. Uh, 75 damage per hit. But like I said also earlier, that it can go up to a pretty high damage per swing, depending on the targets. I did the math on it. I think the lowest he can hit is a 70, is 75. And then if you're hitting an old team, you're hitting about 450 damage a swing. So can get pretty up there if you don't watch out where you're standing and the Reinhardt's in your face. Yeah, it's um, kind of a cone in, f like a cleave is kind of a cone AOE in front of you, right? Yeah, and you can actually do like turns with it and kind of hit people as you're moving, even. Oh, pro like, tip. Yeah, like if you're looking at him and there's a guy on your right, you can swing kind of around and hit both those guys, even though he's not on your screen. It kind of like travels too. Like the travel is kind of weird. You can kind of swing and turn. So that's how yeah, you can. Yeah, and they uh, they tweaked that recent uh, recently too. I heard like not only with the ten percent add to swing speed, they tweaked how it hit because it was kind of weird how it hit to the side of you further than it hit to the front of you or something like that. Yeah, yeah, just weird animation timings. Uh, I just kind of fixed them a little. But really, just uh, it's got actually a pretty good range, too, with the 5-meter range on it. Um, Tracer's effective range is 7 meters, so if you think like that, she really can't stay that far away from you. So it's pretty good distance for a melee attack in a game. Oh, yeah. I've uh, I've wrecked a few times with good old Reinhardt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If people get in your face, they can die really quick, and you can... I mean, when I used to play in gold, I mean, I used to end with top damage lots of the time and number one kills, and <laughs> I'd have four DPS on my team. Yeah. Yeah, that that actually still happens at, at my rank, too. I Just this morning, I think I had a few games where I had about four of the golds, I think. Yeah, so. Reinhardt carry. <laughs> yeah, it's still possible, even at the highest ranks. You just got to know when to go in and when not to, really. No when to hold here. them, no when to fold them. <laughs> yep. Um, any any tips on how to use it, how to use the hammer to its best F -E -F effectiveness, I guess I could say. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I think there's a lot of, this is also part of my shield stuff too because it goes hand in hand. The animation canceling with hammer and shield. Reinhardt kind of seems like a clunky hero, but he can actually remove a lot of his animations and that's a good way to bait people with your ults like i might talk about later in this uh like reinhardt can you can swing and like instantly cancel your anim your swinging animation with a shield so like when you're walking up to people and you're just wanting to unleash like a bunch of hits you can cover yourself pretty well by swinging and then like as soon as you get that hit you can put up your shield like, that's what I'll do when I'm, like, right in front of a whole team swinging on them. Because, like, I just don't want to get chunked really hard randomly and possibly die just holding mouse one. So I'll swing and, like, put up my shield, like, almost instantly. And it saves you a lot of health that you would have probably taken if you wanted animation canceled. And it's actually pretty easy once you, like, play Reinhardt just even a little. You'll see that, like, oh, I got the hit already. I can, like, pull back my hammer and stuff. So that's actually a really good a, a really good tip because I have accounts all over you know going from diamond and lower and my gold account I oftentimes see Ryan's either doing nothing but but swinging or nothing but holding the shield up. <laughs> yep. And they're holding it up for poke damage. So but we'll get we'll talk about that when yeah. we get to 
the shield. Is there anything else you wanted to add on the rocket hammer? Um, just look for the most possible targets too. Uh, unless you need to, unless you're obviously on that one target and you're just taking them down like a Lucio's on your back or something and you just got to start swinging on them. But if you can just look for the most effective, uh, swing cause that swing can do a lot of vault, give you a lot of vault charge too. I think it's like 7% per swing. So uh, get is you that there pretty per fast. target? Yep, is that per, per target, target you hit? Oh wow! Yep. So you could build that up quickly if yeah. you're if you're if you're hitting a couple of them. Yeah, if you hit like three people, you're getting like almost twenty percent of swing. So it's pretty crazy. Wow. All right, well, uh, let's move on to barrier shield. That's the B F S. <laughs> we'll say big freaking shield. Yep. Well, the mechanics on it, I'll, pr- I'll go over first. Uh, the recharge rate. It's about 195 per uh, second after a two-second cooldown of you putting the shield down. Um, You have reduced movement speed, of course. There's a five-second cooldown if the shield is broken, and you get the same amount you would have if you would have let it recharged over the five seconds it takes, the two seconds, and the three seconds to get your shield back. Uh, Okay, so let me ask you here then. Should you let it break or should you not? No, you shouldn't ever let it break because shouldn't because that'll actually add more that'll add more 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 time that you can't have shield uptime. Is that right? Uh, well, actually, they come out to the same like because the two seconds, and then you got to wait three for it to recharge. So like, you still get the same amount of health technically. But what I don't like about when I don't have a shield at all is I don't have a shield at all. <laughs> so, like, if anything comes in at all, like, even with one health, you can block that ultimate. Or, any, like, one health of your shield can block any ultimate in the game. Oh, yeah. Good call. Good call. Yeah. So. And I don't know if we covered it at the start. That's a 2,000 hit point shield. Yep. Yeah, I forgot to say that. My bad. Yeah. yeah. No problem. So, yeah. I, tip on there just to never let your shield break really because you never know what like that one ability that you can block that might save your life or it's just better to be a reinhardt with a shield even if it's 300 or something than a reinhardt with no shield at all that you can't even put up at all that's just how i look at it gotcha okay um and then uh something we could probably note is that people can walk through it uh what kind of damage can go through the shield itself? I guess you could call it beam because I think that's what Blizzard calls them. Um, like beam weapons. We got Winston and pretty sure it's Zarya. Zarya's, Zarya's can't. Zarya's can't. Oh, it can't. No. Okay, well, that looks a whole lot like a, a beam. I think yeah. it's even called beam cannon. Yeah, well, yeah, hers <laughs> is like the only exception, I guess, of a beam. But uh, Symmetra's right-click can... Can it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, alternate fire her balls. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, but not her main fire. Yeah, yeah she can gotcha. charge it up on your shield, though. That kind of sucks. Yeah. So. <laughs> she I can do that quite a bit. Yeah. That and May walls and May ice blocks and... Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of annoying. Char- trying to think of what else goes through it. Um, uh, uh, a Reinhardt... Another uh, Reinhardt, yeah. Yeah, a Reinhardt flame strike. Flame strike, uh, hammer, melee attacks. Melee attacks go through it. Hanzo's yep. dragon, I guess. <laughs> yep. Is all. EMP breaks it. It doesn't matter if she's in front of you and you're shielding her. EMP will, will just break it completely. Chunk rats ult can just fly through it, or he'll probably just jump it over your shield. May can throw her ult through it. Which was a change they made a while back. Yeah, because it used to be pretty annoying to just have a shield block it. <laughs> yep. I think that's about it. Any uh, pro tips and ways to make the shield the most eff- eff- effective when using? Um. Well, like you brought up earlier, you see these Reinhardt shielding too much or too little. Uh, really, you just kind of got to judge it by what's shooting at you and if it's worth shielding. Like, uh, and sometimes what I like to do is I'll do a little 360, or my bad, 180, and just uh, 
look back like real quick and just check to see if I'm actually shielding someone like my team that's worth shielding or if I'm just going to waste my shield here. And that can be good to like do right before you go in for a push. So, you know, you're not just going to sit there in the choke and lose like thousand of your shield real quick because they'll take advantage of that the higher ranks you get up and stuff. Um, again, just the animation canceling uh, between melees and using your shield. Because, like I said, that can save you a lot of uh, HP over time. And uh, just really that, like, each swing is kind of like a little recharge, too. Like, you want to kind of throw some swings in there. Even if you're not hitting anyone, I just swing sometimes. Just to, uh, they just shoot me. You get ult charge for your uh, healers. And when you're shielding and when you're swinging, I forgot to bring this up when you're swinging, too with your hammer, uh, you always need to be watching your health because that's kind of like how I sometimes determine when I need to shield on my run when I'm going in kind of hard. If I'm like dipping to like 200 really fast, I'll just put up the shield and walk backwards until I'm full HP or enough so I can start swinging. It's kind of like you just have to assess what's shooting at your shield really and make sure you got your team ready to go and you're not just sitting there before anything even happens really and i know it's harder in the lower elos but a real big tip at least coming from me and you can tell me if you agree or not is don't stand in the choke with your shield up taking poke oh, yeah. damage because <laughs> then the you're not gonna have any shield when they actually move in yeah i totally and agree. it's hard at the lower levels because your dps and heals positioning is so bad but just, I mean, your best bets get on voice and just say, "Hey, I'm not going to use my shield until you know much until we until we push." So, yeah, I, you kind of want to have like combat. a game plan too. If you're in lower ranks, you want to kind of like when I actually started at like rank fifty, I think it was season one, which is like I don't know, that's pretty good, but it wasn't like the highest. I ended up getting eighty one, I think, first season. So. I improved nice. like a ton. That was my best season. That's where like I pretty much learned how to play the game. That's just like the biggest thing. Like when in lower ranks, you got to help your team every which way. You got to tell them every single thing. And when you're playing Reinhardt, that's a pretty good role to do it in too. Because you can kind of direct them everywhere. And sometimes they won't listen. But if you keep playing your best and over time, you'll eventually get, you'll eventually go up in rank. But you really just have to help your teammates a lot because just talking a lot in comp and directing them, telling them what ults to use and and stuff like that's a pretty good, like that's a really, really good tip. Like that's just what you want to be doing yeah, all the time. across the board. Yeah. Like once you get up to like 4K, your teammates start to, even a little lower, but it, it's really just aim uh, at those ranks until you learn the game. And that's how you really climb through those ranks is aim and your knowledge of the game if you're not wasting ults and stuff here and there. Yeah, but guiding your team is like one of the best things you can do because might be annoying to have to babysit <laughs> everyone every game, but if you really want to climb, that's one of the best ways because it's just crazy just telling them what ults to use and then they'll use them. Uh, it's so much easier than hoping they might use them correctly. Yeah, one uh, one tip I got uh, I was playing cow league minute men uh, oh, yeah. a long time ago and I was playing Ryan a lot at that time and I got yelled at not not yelled at but told by a by a 4k player I was the last one there I tried to get out and I tried to turn and charge off rather than jumping uh, and and moving backwards while you know, uh, kind of clicking the right click shield off and off and on. Yeah, like jumping. Yeah, he gave me the the he gave me that tip to jump backwards while clicking while clicking the shield on and off rather than turn my back to him and charge off because they're just gonna if they have good aim they're just gonna give kill more me ult charge quickly. Yeah, and give them more ult too. Because you were trying to kill yourself anyway with it, right? Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. I guess moving I forgot about that. Uh moving around. That's a good way to do it. The jump and just jump right click, jump right click. Cause it is a little bit faster than the uh reduced speed that you move with shield. So 
But there is the possibility that you do take that little bit of chunk damage. So you got to watch out for when like Anna's have sleep. But in your case, you were fine because you were trying to reset. But yeah, well, I was trying to re- I was trying to retreat backwards. Like I wasn't trying to kill myself. Oh, okay. I was trying to run back to the two people that were running back. Okay. I was trying to re I was trying to regroup. But since I turned. Like I had a um, like I had a pretty big shield left, so he was like, "You should have just jumped backwards while 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 spamming shield, and then you might have lived." Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I agree with that. But well, uh, quite a few times today, I was in a pickle in my comp games, and I, it was like I was down to like a hundred health, and I got a, I had a big shield too. But sometimes you got to just right click and walk back even if you like because if you do that jump you got to watch out for your health again because one mccree shot while he while you drop that shield to jump back and he could possibly almost one mccree shot if you're at like 100 you're almost dead or actually no gotcha. you are dead yeah yeah it's 140 so yeah you are dead so right, well, just uh, something to watch out for but that's just another thing that comes down to your health like I said, your health and your shield go hand in hand, basically, uh, depending on what they have, too. Like, if you see a Hanzo, I'm always shielding the Hanzo until I pretty much die or I got someone sitting on the Hanzo shooting them. Cause, uh, yeah, you don't want scattershot. <laughs> yeah, scatters, and he's just sitting there spamming across the map waiting for that free kill so they can go in 5v6, and it's just don't want that to happen. All right, well, let's talk about charge. Uh, all right. Like I said uh, earlier, charge is pretty much the most situational part of his kit because, uh, like I brought up, he can be killed or turn the fight for his team with this ability, but it's kind of one you just got to practice on. Uh, it does 300 to a pinned enemy and a wall, so it'll kill basically everything that's squishy, 250 and below. So, and it does 50 on a bump, so you can, like, it actually pushes people a decently amount, decent amount. Uh, with the push on it, so because I've actually gotten a charge where like I've knocked three people off with the push, and like killed the guy with the charge, so it was like pretty crazy. He moves pretty fast during it too, and it's about a fifty-five meter range, so he can go pretty far. His earth shatter is like thirty almost, so it's almost double his earth shatter length. So you get someone down in an earth shatter, you can pretty much take them into a wall. And you can, you can. You can steer that. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's pretty limited, but you can get some pretty good turns in there. You can't, like, go 90 degrees and, like, just turn around a wall and then <laughs> that'd be crazy. But So be careful going off the edge of the map. Yeah. Yeah, if you're pretty close to it, you're probably going to go off unless you can get booped on by someone else or something. Someone on the enemy team saves you or something. Yeah, but, try and hit a corner. Yeah. <laughs> um, the cooldown's pretty long, too, because like, it's a pretty good ability, but it's just really situational because you can get yourself killed. Yeah, it's a really uh, it's a really risky, risky... It's a, it's a risky move and can be used really, really wrong. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably... I think later, and it's at, you asked me about... Uh, biggest Reinhardt uh, mistakes and that it'll come up again as charge is one of them is <laughs> a new Ryan. You sometimes might not want to even charge until you start learning really how to use it to its fullest potential. Because like I said, like unless you're in like quick play and you're, and you're learning, uh, that's fine. You can use it whenever, but if you're in a comp game and you're just starting to play them, probably shouldn't be playing them in comp anyway. But if you are, then it's, it's just like, probably one of the things you don't want to be doing until you learn it. I think what new what new players run into is on the surface, it looks like the thing you're supposed to do is charge right onto the point, but what you don't get is your Lucio and your I mean your Mercy could come with you, but most of your team can't come with you as quickly. So yeah. therefore you become target number one. You can't put up shield, you can't cancel it. So, it's pretty much his most vulnerable ability, too. Yeah. Makes him the most vulnerable. I think I I try and use it the most, trying to get like a five meter charge is when I'm trying to to 
to use it. Like if someone's right in front of me, actually, yeah. is that a good time? Yeah. Yeah. That's probably one of the best, like a good example I can think of is, um, what's it map? Hollywood first point. Um, and say you're on defense and you're holding right at those, uh, those little trees, um, mm-hmm. that are on the right of the point. If you're looking out on the point and if you're just sitting right there, right into that wall, right in front of you, I'm talking about like the uh-huh. server room wall, I guess with all those computers in there, that's like a really good charge right there. As long as you're not like all the way behind the payload that's on the, in the middle of the point, cause that's going to be quite a bit of a charge and that's, that's punishable. But the one that close, it's going to be hard for the, it's going to be hard for the Reinhardt to even react to it. If there is a Reinhardt or any character, really, it's just coming so fast. Yeah, so a good rule of thumb is the longer you charge, the the more vulnerable you are because everybody's going to have more time to set up to shoot you. Like, I love seeing a Ryan coming in. I'm like, ooh, ooh, kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as soon as I see a Ryan, I usually, if I'm playing Ryan, I'm getting my charge ready for when he stops. and I'm getting ready to, to hit him, and he's probably going to die. It's just, you got to make sure you're landing the charge because if you're not going to land the charge, you're probably going to die unless... The charge is super short, like you said earlier. So anything else you want to add about charge before we move on to f- to fire strike? Uh, other than like the short pins, a uh, time you would want to do a long pin is there's really only one it's to take an ult out of the fight. Like you can charge Diva's ult. Uh, it's kind of sketchy if you're going long range. So it might blow up on you. But you can save your team if you need to. You can be the man to take it out and die to it, but... I've done that on accident before. <laughs> yep, same. And everybody's like, good job, dude. And I'm like, yeah, I totally I meant, meant to do, to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, I've also brought one into my teams before, too. So it goes either Ooh, way. That's a feels bad <laughs> point yeah. right there. He just drops one right in front of you and it's just coming in and whoops. And uh, I used to have that problem when I played Roadhog. I would hook a Diva and she'd see the hook coming and she'd blow her all. Oh, yeah. I'd pull her, pull her into the team. I'd be like, I'm sorry, guys. It wasn't my fault. <laughs> she ulted after. Uh, oh. But really the only other long charge you want to do then, it would be like a Zen ult. And that's really the only one I could think of. Just to zone his ult out. Um, but he's pretty hard to hit. If he sees you coming, he's going to just jump out of the way real quick because Zen ult's move speed got buffed like tons of time ago i forget when they did that but he's just so fast now it's pretty hard to hit him so it's just a little situational one but if you can do it then it'll probably win your team a fight i don't remember when they changed that but it was the same time that they added more shields to him too because he used to just be widow candy yeah he used to get headshotted every time Shoot shot, yeah. I think you could kill him with a a body body shot shot, and he's got such a wide (laughs) body yeah, he's pretty much the easiest character to hit, I think, because he just I floats. Will. Let's talk about f- my favorite move as as Ryan, because it's his only it's his only ranged move, Fire yep. Strike. Yeah, it's pretty fun ability. Uh, once you get really good with it, too, it's like you you notice you're you're just hitting them all the time, and it's. It's crazy because it does like 100 damage on impact. It can go through multiple uh, people. Like I said earlier, if you throw them in a choke point, you hit like three or four. Uh, it gives a good chunk of ult charge too. Everything about Reinhardt gives a good amount of ult charge unless you pin like a low health character because it goes off health too. What I meant by that on the charge is like it goes by health. You get the amount of ult charge. So you charge a a higher health target you get more ult charge than if you charge a mini diva um because you're taking the you're, full health out of them now you're saying charge you mean strike you mean fire strike right oh no i meant i meant to go back on charge for a second uh okay gotcha uh, about ult charge on that uh because i was talking about ult charge in general on ryan all his gotcha. abilities give a bunch of ult charge and on charge uh you can charge a high health target you won't kill him obviously but you'll get like I think it's like 30 or 40 percent of your Reinhardt ult so you get a good chunk for charge but you usually want to use it to kill people but uh back on the fire strike just want to get that out there because i forgot to mention it no problem no problem um moves pretty slow but it's not terribly slow it's fast enough where like and the hitbox i in my opinion is pretty big <laughs> uh yeah 
it looks sometimes like it won't even hit you on Rein as a Reinhardt, and then you're like, oh, it hit me. And it's just like, dang. And even when I throw some out, sometimes I'm like, ooh, I'm surprised that one hit. But uh, it's got a pretty low cooldown, too, because it's mainly his spam ability. you just throwing these out uh, during, like, in between fights, even when you're fighting. Like, when you're trying to kill a target, you're just always throwing these out. Yeah, it's a pretty short cooldown. Yeah, but it can possibly get picks, too, like, if they're not healing fast enough, because that 100 damage is scary on like zenyatas and stuff your mccree hits one headshot and the fireball comes in and their anna doesn't shoot there's in before that fireball comes in you get a kill so i really like it when i'm swinging on a squishy or really anybody and they're low and they run off and i can't catch them i throw that at them and and hit them and oh, get yeah. the kill feels so good feels sometimes <laughs> really good when you hit when you hit farah in the air oh yeah that feels amazing. You're like, yeah, that was me. Yeah, especially when you kill her with it. It's awesome. Uh-huh. Yeah, I threw, I think there was a Lucio trying to get out of a team fight today, and I just threw one out at him, and I jumped right into it and killed him. I was like, sick. I wouldn't have got that kill any other way. So it was pretty cool. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's an ability that feels really good. And if Reinhardt didn't have it, I think it's crucial, because if he didn't have it, he would feel... Feel really feel, weird. I don't know yeah, what they would really give him. Weird. I don't know what they could replace that slot with. That wouldn't make him a weird character. It's just it, not another melee thing. That would just be too much. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a good touch. <laughs> I think you covered mostly what you wanted to cover on that one. Uh, yeah. Just a uh, few examples of like good spots. Dorado first point like that. Just examples of where you might want to throw them. Dorado first point. Uh, kind of everywhere on Dorado first point when they try to come in. Because, you know, you usually try to stop the payload in Dorado, the first attack, if you're not super low rank, because I think low rank, they usually attack at the very beginning and just brawl it out. But once you start climbing up the ranks and people start not fighting at the beginning, you, you usually take your first fight at, like, the bridge, that first bridge, and they have to funnel through both the sides of the, the payload, because if your Reinhardt should stand there and contest it, then they're going to have to run through those two chokes. And every time I throw a fireball in those chokes, I'm getting like 30%. And if they come down like the stairs, I'm getting 30% of fireball because it's just hitting three or four of them because it gives like seven or 8% as well, like the hammer does. So, like, yeah, it's, it's a pretty good level to play him. And you start on the top there. And then if you're at the higher ranks, everybody rotates back to underneath the, uh, the, the arch. Mm-hmm. If you're in the lower ranks, everybody seems to drop down and one or two people die. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't do that as Ryan. Try and rotate. Yeah, it's just some crazy chokes. Like sometimes it's pretty much kind of for the lower ranks because sometimes even it happens in the higher ranks too where teams will just go through those chokes constantly. Like they'll just keep going until they lose the game or went, or they finally get that one push. So like you... Those chokes, you can just abuse them with the fire strike and Reinhardt in general because a lot of times people just keep running through them. A lot of times there's only choke points to the way that people want to go because that's, that's kind of where that's where most teams hold our chokes. That's why you hold at that bridge and, and other places around the map is usually because there's a choke. That's one of my... Uh, it's kind of off subject, but that's one of my few places, point A there, attack and D kind of like to play junk rat there mm-hmm. yeah. because he just abuses spot. that <laughs> yeah and he eats reinhardt's shield quite a bit that's something oh, yeah. we didn't cover on the barriers the 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 characters that eat ryan's shield pretty bad like oh, junk yeah. rat Vera is kind Ashton. of pain but they will learn quickly who eats their shields <laughs> so yeah i'll go over some of those i guess in the weaknesses later cool all right well uh Let's move on to one of the tougher uh, abilities, his ultimate, Earth Earth Shatter. It sounds like it would be straightforward, but knowing when to use it can be hard. Why don't you talk a little bit about how that works? Um, Like I brought up earlier, it's another AoE, kind of like all Reinhardt's abilities almost. Um, and it knocks down the enemies for about 2.5 seconds. Uh, it's it's 20 meters. I thought it was 30 earlier, uh, but that's fine. 
and it's got a two meter vertical range. Uh, they just nerfed that probably two patches ago or something. Uh, it was three. It used to be able to hit like almost the top of every pay- or it could hit the top of every payload. So that's something you got to watch out. Mercies, Ferris, they're all rejoicing at that oh, change. Yeah. I, it's so <laughs> annoying. I used to be able to hit Genji's all the time, and now they just do a double jump, and I'm like, oh, he didn't get hit with my ult, so now I'm going to die. But, the yeah, the it really hurt on the payload, because now like people stand on top of the payload, and you, you can't even hit them anymore. It kind of stinks, but you can still get a lot of value out of it once you learn how to use it right. Does it go underneath the payload? Yep. Okay. Yep, it goes I wasn't. I've never been really sure about that. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually part of when I like that's one of my best times to use it, in my opinion. To is when you're on the other side of the cart, and right now, especially like going against the Winston's mainly because it's the dive meta. And uh, like I said earlier, I've been carrying my comp games. I played Reinhardt all day today and won a lot of them. And he still works in this. You just got to like look for the right stuff. Like when you use it, uh, I'd say probably right now, uh, I usually call f- to break the Winston bubble. Uh, the Winston comes in, he drops his bubble and I just tell my team, focus the Winston bubble. I'll get a fat chatter and we break the Winston bubble. And if we're fighting on a payload or something, they're not expecting as soon as that bubble breaks, I'm just going to shatter underneath the payload and get like a three man. That's all you need to win the game basically, unless they got like a res or something coming after, but it's just like no shields when no shields are up. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about when to, to use it. Okay. Specifically. All right. Uh, Like I was saying, when no shields are up, uh, it's a little harder with Ryan. But right now, playing against a lot of monkeys, uh, you can just tell your team, blow the bubble, I'll get a shatter. It's usually pretty straightforward. It's just easy. That's pretty simple. But when it comes to the Ryan games of hitting the shatters, that's where it gets a little tricky. Um, Another time, you might want to save it a little, or... This is the user, but you kind of want to save it for this specific moment. Um, is to wait for a ult you might think is coming soon. So, uh, like a soldier visor, you know he's going to have soldier visor. Maybe someone in your team called it out or something, and uh, so you might want to wait for that because if you don't have a diva, you might lose the whole fight just because of that soldier visor. And they might have a nano too. They'll know what comp it's in, but. Just assuming, like, you might want to save it for a big ultimate, too. Because it used to be, like we brought up earlier, the Genji Blade thing, but now it's a little bit harder. You got to be right on time when these, like, near the ground, or you're not going to get it. Yeah, but it could still be used, and if you're not up in 4.3k, then... Yeah, should uh, be. I will tell you from experience, you could still hit Genjis with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll probably running be on, on the ground. ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, against lower rate... Lower ranks, you'll probably be able to just hit anyone with an ult, really. Uh, except for maybe a Pharah, hopefully. Not a Pharah, but you never know. <laughs> she might drop to the ground. I've hit a few Pharah Mercy combos before when they drop for a second. So it's doable. But um, I think a lot of Reinhardt's think that they need to hit like the whole like the whole enemy team. Yeah. Like how, like how many people, if your team's there to... Back you up. Like, how many people are you really worrying about hammering down? Um, hmm. I'd say minimum two, but even a one-man chatter could win on the right target. Um, yeah, if they're in mid-old or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but if you're not stopping an ult or something, probably two. Two's enough to win a fight. Um, one is even enough. Uh, it just depends if you're trying to, like, chatter just as a make sure they can't ult that fight. Like maybe it's last fight. Your team knows Zarya has had ult for like three fights now and she's just waiting to use it. And it's last fight. So you got to get that Zarya down because she's going to hit you with a Graviton. Um, you wait for her bubble, assuming there's no other shields in you and you're just going to shatter her right away. That would be like a one man shatter right there. That's would be worth it. Cause it's going to save your team. The, the fight. Would you say the majority of the time you're looking for it to cancel other ultimates or you're looking for it to to uh, assist your team in winning the team fight i mean canceling an ultimate would be assisting your team but yeah i get you know, what you're, you're looking saying. for it more 
I'd say about 90% of my shatters. I'm looking to just win the team fight. Uh, if you get them, if you hit that shatter, like two or three man, uh, the man advantage is just huge alone. Like a one man advantage is like, that's why Hondas are decent. Like they get that one headshot and it's a five V six and it's usually pretty hard to lose a five V six unless you, your team makes some big mistakes. Um, so a two man really like, I don't know. I use it really for initiation. Cause I'm looking as soon as that shield goes down, I'm just calling, I'm shattering. And that's just how it happens usually. Cause I used to be, it used to be more like a defensive game kind of thing. Uh, when nano blades were a thing and it was easier. Uh, and I mean, nano blades are still a thing, but when that was like the meta, uh, it's like all you did was nano blade and then, repeat basically kind of like the reaper thing uh, yeah yeah reaper Beyblade. <laughs> yeah the I'm most fun thing reaper, ever yeah i'm a reaper main so i know all about oh, that yeah. that's the most fun meta ever <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a good time yeah. if you're the reaper yeah <laughs> and if you're that that team yeah all right well uh let's just move on to uh strengths and weaknesses let's start with strengths Strengths, all right. Uh, his strengths as a character are holding points and positioning, basically. Because uh, Blizzard calls them anchor tanks. That's what they try to make Orissa. They kind of just anchor in a spot, and that's just what they do. They hold the spot. Um, usually for a certain reason, you got like two good high ground characters, like a soldier McCree. You want to hold the high ground. You just want to stand up there and let them shoot down for free with your 200 shield or 2,000 shield until it's down or you want to engage. Um, versus multiple low, uh, low mobility DPS, like I brought up earlier. Uh, they got like a lot of the attackers or flankers. So I'd say more like if they have a high defensive of the defensive character set up, like maybe a Torb and a Hanzo or some weird comp, or you got like a McCree and a Hanzo, that's something you could probably see more often than than anything. Well, those two, he's pretty good against because he just beats on them. Like, they can't really do anything unless they're godlike at their, uh, like, what they play. Like, I played against Raraxu today. Um, I don't know if a lot of these guys know what who he is, but he's a Hanzo main, and he actually reached uh, rank one in NA. I think, actually, the highest SR this season, except for, I think, the guy now that's at rank one. But uh, even I have watched his videos. Yeah, he's really good Hanzo. And yeah, I beat him today with a Reinhardt. I charged in and we were like, at the, it was the end of the game and we were like winning. I just charged in right past him and he, I knew as a Hanzo, he wants to scatter Reinhardt. So that's why I want to bring up this example because some people might not think Hanzo counters him, but you can actually beat him if you're skilled enough with Reinhardt. I knew as soon as he saw me, he wants to scatter me because it's the only way he's going to win a fight with me. And, uh, so as soon as I got out of my charge, I just shielded instantly. Of course he popped his scatter shot and I blocked it all. And then I just started wailing on him cause he can't do anything at that point. He's dead. Once nice. I'm up on him and the scat, the 400, like random scatter arrow, that's super fun to play against is down. And I just, it's an easy win. So that's kind of good, man. Yeah. So that's kind of like the low mobility DPS, but you, another thing that comes into that is people will say, well, what about Reaper? He's kind of low mobility. Uh, Reaper, you can't win. It's like the only one. But I think everyone knows you don't want to fight a Reaper as a tank, especially with the new buff. He can pretty much yeah. outheal everyone. Yeah, I've, I run straight at him uh, and try and get in their shield with him. Um, oh, yeah. If you run up on a like, run, just start popping him in the head. Yeah, and I mean... Lots of them hold their shields. The ones that are smart swing, like, and then I'm at a disadvantage. Then I'm actually taking damage and I'm close in. But yeah. if they hold shield up, I mean, I'm just going to run right into them and start shooting. Yep. And once that, once I get that close, they need to swing. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a point where you got to swing on the reaper because a few swings, even the heal, the heal's not enough because Ryan's damage is so much, but he can win if he's hitting his shots, and you can lose if he is. Uh, it's just something where you gotta... He's He still feels like the most the most durable tank, too. It seems like he has the most health. I don't know if that's actually true, but 
Uh, I think Diva is because Diva does. Yeah, I just feel I die so much faster as 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 Diva, but yeah, I think it's her headshot. Me. Well, I think the head the HP is more on Diva. That's what I'm saying. With the shield or the uh, with the whatchamacallit, the armor because she gets like 800, and then her defense matrix. So it eats uh, everything. Yeah, they're they're about on the same actually. I would say, but. I don't know. Diva can block a lot more too, though. That's the kind of thing. It's just kind of like she eats everything. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we covered the. I think we covered that. What about weaknesses? As we all know, he's pretty slow. Um, anchor tank. So flankers that swarm him are going to be pretty tough on him and high ground again because it, you just. If you're looking up at the high ground, then you can actually shoot Ryan's feet. So if he's got people on the high ground, people on the low ground, both at him, then he actually can get shot while he's trying to protect one from the other. So it's just another thing about the high ground and the flankers. So, what are some common mistakes you could you you could think of that uh, beginning Ryan's would make? Oh, like we both said earlier, the charges. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you really just need to practice the charges. Um, if you're not playing them to rank, give them some charges. Charge around all you want. Figure out how you want to use it. but um, And figure out what feels good to you because that's really all you can really do uh, with charge. And to go back on the charge, the best time to charge is when you have a CC with it, obviously. Your Shatter, your Ayana. You just want to look for stuff like that because you're going to get the easy kill. Um, and that's how you counteract that mistake, too. If you just wait for your charges, for high percentage uh, charges, then you'll obviously be more successful. As a new run, just probably don't charge really too much. Um, it's just a hard ability. Just, if you're going to charge, charge CC targets as a new run until you get that, the hang down. Because now I can do like predictive charges. I'll back up and like. I know they're they're going to push me because I know it's just what they're going to do. It's just the situation I'm in. So I'll back up and then I'll just do a little jump and then charge right into them. And sometimes I'll get people that just walk into a doorway and they're like, what the? I wasn't expecting yeah. a Ryan to come out of nowhere. I've been that guy before. <laughs> yeah. So it's. And I always yell lucky charge. <laughs> but what you're saying is that's not luck. He planned that. Yeah. Sometimes and they can I be lucky. And into it. Yeah, sometimes they can be lucky, and he's gonna—he's just gonna be like, "Oh, I'm about to die. I'm just gonna charge out of here," and he's <laughs> just get you. But sometimes they're planned. Another mistake I'd say is probably no plan after shield. Uh, if your shield does break or it's getting low, um, at high levels, people will see your shields breaking. So this isn't really too much of a problem for your teams. But at lower levels, if you're standing and then choke too much, and then your shield breaks, and you're just standing there still. Probably someone on your team's gonna die, or you're gonna die. Especially on like a good example I can think of is Horizon Lunar Colony first point, the new map that just came out. That the first point's huge. Like if you walk slowly through that, or you don't have a Lucio or something, your shield goes down halfway through that, you're probably gonna get chunked really hard as a team because unless you don't go to like the right or the left really fast enough, because it's just so much room to take. And if you don't take that room fast or any of the rooms fast enough, then with no plan after your shield breaks, you're just going to take a ton of damage as soon as it does. So if you have a plan when you're going in, it's a, it's a lot better. Yeah. Which is hard, which is hard to do. Like you get an autopilot, but try and always think about what you're going to do next. Like you're playing chess yeah. with every character. Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then a big, a uh, really big mistake is low percentage shatters. Like it's really against, when you see other Ryans going against other Ryans, they're just, uh, I'm just going to hope this, that he puts his shield down right now. And sometimes that's, that is how you have to do it. But like, it's a little bit more calculated than that. Cause you can pick up from like other Ryans. Uh, you can see how other Ryans shield and they keep doing the same pattern sometimes during the game. Uh, I've done it too, where I've played against good Reinhardt's. And they'll know, like, my shielding pattern. I don't really have a set one, but, like, I'll do it sometimes in, like, the same, like, the game. And they'll pick up on it of how I'm, like, shielding. And they'll take advantage of that because they'll be like, okay, he always does this and this. And then, so when he does this again, I'm going to just throw the shatter in there. And I've gotten shattered like that before. And I'm like, dang, 
I probably should not like do that anymore. So, <laughs> cause like it's actually pretty predictive if you do it every time. And some people Ryan do. V Ryan metagame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's mainly just like a feel really. It's really hard to like teach someone how to, to be a sh- like outshatter the other Reinhardt. Cause it's just yeah. mainly feel uh, just, you can get them in there between fireballs too, if they're close enough. So that's a good thing that you can try to do. Um, it's fast enough, but like, like I said, you gotta be close enough cause of the shock wave part of the thing. If he's too far away, it won't hit till later and might be too late, but. Well, I think we have covered quite a bit of, of Ryan and we've, uh, We've helped a lot of new players play him and probably a lot of older players. I've got 90-plus hours of Ryan, and I've learned quite a bit here today. So I'd like to ask you for your your final last thoughts. Like, Is there anything else you want to add, and then you just kind of let me know when you're done? Well, at the end of the day, I think uh, Ryan's someone that you can't really – I mean, you can teach him – teach a player how to play him to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, he's really someone that you got to just get in the game with and, and really start playing. And that's kind of it with a lot of characters, but Ryan, especially cause like you got to get where your shields going and you, you got to get the feel of everything. And like I said, the animation canceling stuff and you can't really, you got to have a certain mindset to play Ryan too. Cause if you're, if you're scared to go in and take damage and, and you're not playing them confidently enough, then you're gonna your team's gonna be a little mad at you if you're sitting back and you're scared to go in. Cause it's alright to die even on Ryan, uh, as long as you create that room for your team. Yeah, you don't have to charge in. Yeah. <laughs> Just have to start moving in. Like you, they're all waiting for you to start moving. You can't wait for them. You are the man right there. Yeah. I th- a thing about charging in is like the way I look at it is if you charge in with a 200 HP shield or a lot of shield left and you're kind of not helping your team at all, you still got like, if you still got a thousand five hundred shield, like I, I wouldn't charge then you're wasting a lot of your shield and you're, you're losing a lot of damage mitigation that you could have used to push the point instead of using that charge to get to the point quicker, unless you're like coming in for reinforcements, obviously, but you're as a whole team pushing a point and you still got a big shield just walk in with your shield charge when it gets lower if that's what you want to do if you see a good charge if you don't see a good charge and you're pushing a point and your shield's low then just back off around a corner and wait wait for a better opportunity because it's all he's about a cool character yeah he's a cool character yeah it's all about his it's all about really how how much offensive power you can get in while getting enough defensive power to help your team out Cause like earlier, like I said, like today, I've got all four golds, and in some of my games as Reinhardt, I had all the damage, and I still have like 10k, 15k, which isn't that much on Ryan, but that's all I needed to win the game. Cause I'm not shielding all the time, and I'm not, and I'm obviously not shielding all the time because I got gold damage and stuff. Like you just gotta weave in that little damage and that and the tankiness there too, because he can do both, and he can really carry games if. If you start to learn them. Yeah. And I mean, you covered it earlier about, you know, certain characters on the other team. You want to use shield more than other times. Like you had made the point with Hanzo. Like if they have a Hanzo and he's hitting shots, like probably going to use your shield a little bit more. Yeah. So those are some good tips. Yeah. A good example I got on that shield too again is when Roadhog was actually playable. Um, This is might help some people too. When I was playing against Roadhog as a run, of course, you shred your shield hard. So you don't want to be sitting there all the time with it. And uh, so what I would do is I would beat the Roadhog hook. And as soon as I get the Roadhog hook down, I would stop shielding, basically, because everyone was playing triple tank Roadhog and stuff at the time. So against triple tank, they don't really, tanks really don't have range unless you're Roadhog with his giant hook. And so... Once I got that hook down and I knew they couldn't get that insta-pick kill with the Roadhog hook hitting, I basically didn't shield too much. I would just walk around swinging and stuff, taking that damage that they would have been doing to my to my shield just straight to my face so my healers could take it. But not enough to like die. And then as soon as I know that Roadhog hook was up again or scatter shot or something, you start shielding again. And 
it's just that, that's just how you have to do it because it's you just don't want that stinking one shot that random one shot ability yeah and now sounds, you got doomfist <laughs> it sounds easy too but i can't tell you how many times i've had to remind myself after dying like i'll get in there start 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 swinging i get one kill i'm still hitting a ton of them but I'm low life, and I think I could just take out the the last three, but I die, and then they all heal back up, and it's just, I mean, it's so much like you were talking about playing him and getting a feel for when you should do certain uh, certain things, and, you know, I think we've covered a ton. I think this is great. I encourage everybody to go to, to even increase more. You can go to Wawa's, and you can have... Mr. Frodo, sorry, I had to do that. That's not good. <laughs> as your coach, and he can coach you. He can coach you more, and he can really get into how you spe- uh, specifically can change your game. Um, I'm going to go into the closing now, and we encourage everybody to, uh, if you have any questions, comments uh, 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 about the show, we encourage you to. Contact us at contact at prepare to attack.com. That's contact at prepare to attack.com. Uh, I'd like to let uh, Frodo here plug Wawa's boot camp. Wawa's boot camp, uh, like you said earlier, I coach there. Uh, we have coaches for everywhere, pro coach, like other pros uh, from some of the best teams. I think there's people from Cloud Nine there and everything. So, and they're all down there to help you. So, and I think there's pretty much a person for every single character um, that you could possibly want. Even console players. Oh yeah, yeah. Even console players. It's for everyone. So, and it's a lot better than like uh, some other stuff that's out there. It's just you send us your vods, and then we just uh, like vods are probably the best thing you could go over like videos of you just playing your role because it can just go into specifics there, and it's easy. To watch because I could just be watching and be like, well, I would do this here and I would do that here. And it's, it's a lot easier because you might have some of these, like you might know some of these tips already, but you might not be doing that one tip or that other one or this thing. So you never know. Yeah, and then one of the tools that that you guys use is may is mayhem.gg. And that's a website that gives you the VOD tools and allows for one-on-one coaching real time yeah so that's something else we want everybody to check out yeah we use uh, that too for uh sorry, our team ahead. scrims yeah we use that too for our team scrims we uh i'll just pile in there and watch them after practice and karaoke <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> um uh prepare to attack is a mash those buttons.com podcast we have podcasts for all sorts of games I am on Watch Point Radio, which is our Overwatch podcast uh, dedicated to Overwatch and its communities. Um, you can find us at Watch at, on Twitter at Watch Point Radio. You can find Prepare to Attack on Twitter at Prepare to Attack. Actually, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> I don't have it written down. I'm sorry if you search prepare to attack, you should find it. I apologize. I'm unprepared there. Uh Frodo, where can people find you? Um, both my tags are Frodo underscore OW, both on Twitch and Twitter. I awesome. stream kinda regularly. Not really, but sometimes. I'm like <laughs> I've been doing these Tuesday and Wednesday, like eight hour streams. So, well, that's more of a that's that yeah, that's a pretty long stream. Yeah, I usually get up at like six in the morning to play comp on in morning queue. It's it's a little fun. It can be fun or it can be frustrating in the morning because you get kind of everything in the morning. Yeah, I bet. I've I haven't played a lot during the day. I have a normal nine to five. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find me, Blazin Bob, on Twitter at Blazin underscore Bob. That's B L A Z Z I N underscore B O B. You can find me on Twitch 
at Blazin' Bob. We encourage everyone to please go to iTunes, give us a review, preferably five stars. Uh, we are doing a special iTunes review thing with this podcast. If you give us a review and vote for a hero you would like us to cover, we we will add that in the next batch of 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 hero episodes that we we release. We'd like to thank Frodo for spending this time with us. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'd like to give a special thanks to Good Luck Have Fun for letting us use sounds like Overwatch as our show theme song. So thank you very much. And thank you guys for giving us your time. <laughs>